What's up, everyone? This is your host, Daniel. And Javi, and you're listening to the Brown Sound Podcast. We're just two brown best amigos talking about everything and anything through a Latino and indigenous perspective. In this podcast, we uplift indigenous and Latino insights on a variety of topics that highlight the intersectionality of both cultures. Expect some tears, joy, and definitely laughter. Imagine chilling with your two best friends, talking smack, and throwing a little shade. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, ChickX. I knew this about myself, but you confirmed it. <laughs> Hello, everybody. This is Javi and Daniel with the Brown Sound Podcast. Welcome uh, back. Season five. Yeah, yeah. Welcome back. <laughs> season five. ChickX, welcome back to the bonus episode of a season. You know, every season we try to bring a little mm-hmm. bonus episode where we're a little mm-hmm. shady, where we don't follow our regular yeah. uh, show outline. <laughs> and uh, it's a fun way to just get the conversation yeah. to be guided the way it guides, right? Let creator guide you, ChickX. Yeah. Whatever. I just I, <laughs> walk by faith. <laughs> walk by faith, and now that I know you think I'm perfect, I'm like, damn. <laughs> or walk by shade. <laughs> the one that's what I'll say to everybody though. Like, get you a Daniel, get you a friend that will confirm like everything you think about yourself. Because like some days I'm like, dang, am I perfect? <laughs> I need you to. <laughs> Well, I think yeah. well, I think what I was talking about was the audio level was perfect when you're like, oh, how's my audio? <laughs> you can't take it back. You yeah. said it. Everybody heard it. I mean, you know what they say that there's, you know, there's always that one friendship duo and they're both delusional and hype each other up. So <laughs> that's us, probably. <laughs> that, that is. Well, sometimes Chickax, and this is messed up, but like this is because like obviously I'm partial to our friendship duo. But do you ever see another friendship duo duo and you're like, they're the generic us or Oh, yeah. really definitely <laughs> definitely shasta um i'm like this is this yeah no yeah i mean there's definitely people that try you know <laughs> or what i'm thinking about too is like if you look at other friendship duos and you're like dang we're way better looking than them yeah. you know like, <laughs> <laughs> wow we're, we're way more successful than them <laughs> Wow, we have way more money than them. I'm like, our listen. Oh no, not the money. No, but what I I wonder too, like if relationships, like obviously I'm not in a relationship right now, but I have been before. And what I do remember is like, yeah, sometimes you're like, dang, we're like a good looking couple. I'm like, is that what oh. podcast hosts that are in duos like think about other podcasts? Like, oh, there, you know. Yeah. I had to look them up, but I don't know who they were most times. So, um, you know, <laughs> I'm just, I'm obviously like light teasing everybody. Yeah, I'm no, like, we funny. always got to start off the show <laughs> yeah. with a good laugh, but I'm like, dang, Daniel thinks I'm perfect. Let me just wallow in this for a second. And you're like, hey, now I was just talking about the. <laughs> No, hey, we all like to hear what we hear, Chickax, and mean, I'm going to take yeah, it. Right? That's what they say. You know, there's nothing like a delusional friend with their delusional best friend that hypes them. <laughs> I swear, that's like a thing, you know, especially yeah. a thing on the res, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other thing I'm thinking about is like, you got to hype your friends up. So, even, yeah. so I would say this, like I've been out with like a group of friends and it was all guys and right, we're like going out to, you remember in college. So we had a mm-hmm. friend, his oh. name rhymes with Mabe. Um, and, and Mabe, <laughs> Mabe was a, you know, very confident guy who very. was just a little socially awkward. So <laughs> I feel like, I feel like a good friend would tell Abe like, yeah, Abe, like I, I will not kill his confidence. As I yeah, guess no. And so when Abe was all about like, you know, going out and talking to people and just like, you know, he was feeling himself. Mm-hmm. Um, did I just say his name? <laughs> Mabe Mabe is who I meant. Um, Mabe Mabe was just, you know, one of those like personalities that was just always over overconfident. And you know, I'm here for it. Like I'm like, I'm I'm not gonna be one to knock my friend down. Yeah. And so like this is this is an example. (laughs) We're here to uplift our friends and And each other and everybody will listen. Yeah, 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 yeah. we're we you know, I mean I feel like there's a difference between being confident and being cocky, you know. And I, that's true. I like, that's true. I like, I like being around confident people. I surround myself around yes. confident people. Um, yes, but there is a difference, and I think some people um, are definitely cocky who don't have. So, the right what's an speed. example? What's <laughs> I'm just gonna drag uh, everybody. But, <laughs> 
So what's an example of like being confident versus being cocky? Like well, from your perspective. I feel like when you're cocky, you're also delusional. You know, I feel like someone can be <laughs> like, like, oh, I've done this, I've done that. And it's like, well, yeah, but it wasn't all like you can, you know, people can stretch the truth on social media. So I feel like someone who's cocky, like all about themselves and, you know, yeah brags about all the things that they've done and it's like well i mean yeah you might have did like a portion of that but it wasn't all that i mean you know like there's yeah there's people i know in my community who will like brag about the most like what do you like the most like the shit you're supposed to do right like you don't congratulate a fish for swimming so like there's people who are like oh my gosh i got a job i got a car it's like yeah it's what adults do you you work and you work for things you want so i don't know i mean i i mean yeah okay so i need to clarify though because i know this about you if a friend gets a job and a promotion we're gonna celebrate that yeah yeah are you saying are you saying people who like will post things for attention because like they fish for compliments like okay that's that's the difference right yeah like oh my gosh my you know I I'm 25 years old and I got a new car. It's like, well, everyone else has car. You know, like it's like people get yeah. cars. It's not like I mean, yeah, getting a car is um, a big deal and stuff. But like when you're bragging about it, like as if no one else can get a new car or no, you know, like there's just things that yeah, people do okay, on social media I, where I'm like, and I feel like when you're cocky and like and delusional, it's like all about yourself. But if you're confident, you're like not looking to like you know step on someone or like oh I'm better or you're not on my level or whatever. Yeah, you know, like I feel like confident people. Just they don't have to brag about it because they their energy just will show it. You know, will show it. I okay. I so I read something that says like success moves in silence. Yeah, and I feel like I I feel like that's that's a little like obviously it's good to like hype yourself up and like Mm -hmm. sometimes like yeah like like speak up on your cool little success whatever it is whatever that means to you but but the whole there is some people I've noticed too in my community that like to like fish for like you just mentioned earlier fish for the compliments like we're always hearing about the new exciting thing all the time and at that point because it's not like here and there um it feels more like a like a yeah like a cocky thing now we're now we're just showing off instead of instead of being a little bit more humble and that's the weird yeah. thing though that society does push us all to be humble right because <laughs> i remember growing up and people saying like no don't don't over you know don't over mm. show like all the cool things you're doing because that could be considered cocky but at the same time you're right i feel like people have more respect for those that have you know those cool little silent wins that you can notice yeah. here and there versus people that are all the time shouting out to all of social media all the cool things that they are doing which is also great because i'm here for that if you know if you're feeling yourself and you want to do that great but it does come yeah, off yeah, as sense. right intention versus impact right like what are <laughs> what's really happening with what you're trying to with what you're doing i guess so i get it cheek x i'm 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 there with you i think and you know you and i are the most humble people i know so it's you know definitely <laughs> um <you> know, <laughs> something to navigate i guess yeah yeah cheek x no i agree i f- i feel like you know like you said you know people you know success moves in silence because i feel like the one i mean that's the thing i see all the time on social media everyone's like look at me look at this look at that and it's like you can i mean you can be proud of yourself and stuff but if it's like you know like a what is that word like a vanity way like a way to like yeah. like you're just i don't know there i mean yeah i mean everyone's gonna do what they want on social media though so it, it is what yeah. it is you know well like, i do i <laughs> i do know that if you hire a pr firm they take care of all that for you in the right way so that yeah you know people people uh support you and not not because you're being cocky but because they spin it right um so we maybe people need to hire some of those um anyways not to just be a hater though (laughs) this episode but But one of the things I want to talk about, Cheekix, um, especially in our bonus episode, and we'll just call it that, um, is last week we had the topics of grief and forgiveness. And, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things that people people don't really talk about is how grief can be like a really long thing right like we can yeah, grieve sure. um sometimes uh the the what you're feeling for grief could be so intense but over time it becomes like a you know kind of less as you 
you know, learn to deal or navigate or come to the term with the grief. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, I just wanted to say that an experience um, yesterday where we were, you know, like at a, a viewing, I guess, for remembering and, and being one. together for, for a loved one. Yeah, that had passed. Mm-hmm. And I remember sitting and, and I'm not making this about myself. Um, I'm just trying to talk through some of the feelings, I guess, that I was processing being in the event because mm-hmm. as Latino men and just men of color were taught, you know, holding your feelings, like don't right. display them, right? That's a sign of weakness, fight all of that. And then there's all these problematic things that arise from it, which is, you know, men bottle up their emotions. They don't know to, how to healthy, mm-hmm. healthily like deal with them, process them. And then right. the other thing too is, you know, because of that, there's other things that happen, um, which could lead like to domestic violence, which could lead mm-hmm. to anger, which could be you know, a lot of bad things. And yeah. so yeah. as I was sitting there through this event, Chikex, I got hit with, with just the feels. So I was obviously like, mm-hmm. you know, very emotional and I was crying. Mm-hmm. But things that really stood out to me about just remembering somebody who had passed was at this event, they had some pictures scrolling through of the family member that had passed with all their close family members. And, mm-hmm. you know, just, just the fact thinking about like this person's gone, but they've had such a big impact on all the people around them right and now they have this room this giant room full of people that are there to honor their memory and be there to support the family as they navigate this this particular um occurrence you know death Mm -hmm. and i i couldn't help but think too of like all the memories i've had with like my close friends with my family members Mm -hmm. and i was just like you know really in my feels like i'm like i like i just said but um it was really important to me to think about like yeah that you know it's really sad that this person is gone but looking at these pictures thinking about all the cool memories each one of those pictures had so many people in them and then each of those people have different memories about how that event went or how that picture you know right. played out in their head and i don't know all those things is just made me think about how like you know we we really need to live in the moment one we really need to think mm. about like what we're doing with the people we love like the things that we're saying the messages that we're conveying through words or not mm-hmm. actions and um really just tell people literally tell people that you love them like tell them you love them every day tell them that you care about them tell them that the cool thing they did for you that meant something tell them what that thing meant to you tell them about the impact that they're having in your life because you know you really don't know when you'll have the last opportunity to tell them that and so um i i don't know i was just really in my feel i was really in my emotions i was really thinking about like what can you do javi to make sure that you're having a better impact on your loved ones what can you do javi Mm -hmm. to um be in the moment in any of the events or like you know hangouts or whatever you have going on so that it means a lot and some and and honestly so that it's like a cool memory that you can keep because when you pass that's all you're leaving behind your memories and so right I don't know. I, this is something that like, obviously I'm going to take the therapy and I'm going to talk through and I, and I want to like kind of push through what I'm thinking to process a little bit better. But, um, I just want to say that if you're someone who is dealing with like grief, um, if I can't tell you how to process that, I want to tell you that whatever you're going through, whatever you're thinking, it's normal and you need to go through it. Mm -hmm. Right. You need to just, but you need to push through it. And you also need to think about like the memories of that person and the impact they had on your life. Cause while they may be gone physically they will never be gone um in any other way because the memory of them is what's going to keep them alive right and then mm-hmm. and keep us going so just some hobby little grief uh yeah. quick thinking that i had through this event and i know that you've been through a lot of funerals you've been a lot through a mm-hmm. lot of ceremonies you've had family members at fast and i'm someone who's relatively uh not as experienced with death uh you know i had my grandpa pass away but i really haven't had a lot of major deaths happen um and so this one like really 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 had an impact for me because i really loved and enjoyed the person who passed away and i'm also hurting for the family who lost them so it's it's been a weird experience chikex and i hope that one of the things that can happen for our listeners is that you don't bottle up your emotions about grief or what you're experiencing and that we promote um and destigmatize talking about death we should talk about it we should lean into each other um for support with our families with our close friends and not make it a weird thing where you have to bottle everything up that you're feeling um and try to process alone because that 
that could not be healthy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I think it comes down to like giving people their flowers while they're here. You know, I think that's like one mm-hmm. of the biggest thing I've, I've kind of taken away from grief is like, you know, life is so short. So it's like, while that, per- you know, while they're here, we should be like, you know, you know, I don't know, hyping them up or, you know, telling someone how much they mean to you while they're here, because yeah. it's like honor them while they're alive and not when they're gone. I mean, honor them when they're gone yeah. too, but like, you should be able to like give someone their flowers just while they're here. Cause it's, you just never yeah. know. And that's yeah. Grief, grief is tricky, you know? Cause I feel like too, like there's a lot of things that trigger grief. Like it could be like, I don't know, a smell or a song or whatever whatever you know yeah. it, a weather i don't know whatever it could be like it could be it could trigger something where you to think of that person and so yeah. yeah grief grief is something that i've known from from a young young age and i feel like over the years it's definitely been kind of even shaped me into like who i am today like knowing how yeah. to like obviously there's no like right or wrong way to grief everyone grieves differently so but for me i feel like going through all the stuff that i've been through um it's just i mean grief is such a common thing on a lot yeah. of native communities so so Can yeah I, it's it's yeah it's it's just a tricky tricky thing to get through <laughs> yeah if you don't mind chica because i'd like to ask you a question because you've been through you've experienced uh, a lot of death i guess that's a weird thing to say i guess yeah but does it get easier the more you process I do you learn to compartmentalize like your thoughts your feelings mm. I wouldn't say it gets like easier in the way of like, oh, like now I, I you know, time has passed and I, I f- don't feel so. I feel like like you just learn to navigate life like without that person. Like I've had to navigate a lot of these different maybe like high moments in my life without certain family members being there. But yeah, um, I wouldn't say I mean, like saying it gets easier is like I don't know if that's like the right way to say, but I think it as time goes by you just learn to navigate it and um but yeah i don't know it's it's just a weird i just i think grief to me is just i think because i have been introduced to it from a young age like it's come to a point where um it kind of just goes numb for me you know like i i obviously i'll go through the emotions and stuff but i feel like after it's done i'm like okay, like, this is just another person in my life that I have to add to the list, you know, but um, yeah, I I wouldn't say it technically gets easier. I just say you just learn how to, like, live in a world without that person, and it's tough, but it's definitely doable. You know, I think um, what I've learned from it, too, is, like, like life is so short, but and, and, and life is always worth living, and so I think for those loved ones who have passed, I live, you know, for them to honor them and and remember the memories and uh just try to be like a good i don't know a good person in 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 their honor and memory yeah but but yeah that's that's kind of how i yeah in terms of emotion cheek because i'm thinking about like myself personally um and how there's like all these like i don't know how to process death Mm -hmm. so as i'm like thinking about it it's I mean, it's hard. Like, I, I don't know. Should I be doing this? Should I be doing that? Is there an approach? Yeah. Um, like, when my grandpa passed away, I didn't cry immediately. It took me, like, a couple of days. And I think it's probably because I was in shock. Mm-hmm. But then, and I felt guilty for that. Should I have cried right away? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's these things you think about, like, I loved him. Why didn't I cry right away when I yeah. got the news? Or or things like that. Um, And do you feel emotionally, though, that, like, is it like riding a bike? Like, this is kind of a weird metaphor to use but like with your feelings on death do you just know what to do when you hear it like do you does it ever Um, get i feel like yeah i would consider almost like in riding a bike because yeah you know on a bike you you can wreck or you can hit a rock and bump you know but like you still get up and you keep going um because you can't stop i mean if you stop and just kind of i mean kind of i don't know what do you call that like wallowing your feelings or whatever or i don't know what yeah. the right word for that is but like i feel like that's not what that person would want you to do they would want you to continue to live and do yeah. what you want to do and stuff but um i feel like too what helps me a lot is like my culture i think a lot of things uh when i am feeling like sad or down or in my feels about a family member who's no longer here i lean on like my culture to get me through it and so that's just 
just me though. Yeah. Um, I mean, not everyone is blessed with culture, so I, yeah. I, I think for me though, as, as especially as like indigenous people, we we have songs and different ceremonies that help us get through this. So that's kind of I feel like what a lot of us people, like Native people, will do is lean on those to get us through yeah. it. But it doesn't make it's still not like easy. Like it's still gonna be tough and hard. You right, just, right. Like, it's just like when I said, like you just kind of learn to learn to roll with the roll with the punches i guess you know yeah. that's life and and the thing too is like there's no this is what i've been learning through my grief being experienced too is there's no right or wrong way to grieve mm-hmm. um but but i think where it becomes like a um, problematic um is if you get too stuck in it and you aren't moving yeah. forward on your grieving not that you should forgive or forget or anything like right. that but it's um you know, you, you need to be you need to be pushing forward with with honoring the memory and not soaking yeah. in in the sadness of we lost them. Now let's honor them because yeah. that's what they would want. So yeah, I I'm again not to make it a weird because <laughs> we I'm like shady sad. Yeah. Uh, let's jump into something more. It's uh, like a, a roller coaster of emotions. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, no. That I mean, it's good because I think you know a lot of times, especially us as men, we don't talk about grief or about our feelings through these things. So I think. Think it's good i think it will resonate with our listeners because obviously i'm sure i mean everyone deals with grief you know everyone has yeah. lost somebody or know someone or so it yeah it's it's good yeah no um well and this is what you get on the brownstone everybody yeah. a roller coaster of emotions <laughs> we will make get you laugh we will make you cry we will make you feel sad we will but here's the thing though we always make you happy at the end of the episode yeah. with our shaking questions i think you'll be happy with it today <laughs> yeah we're you know we're, that's the thing is you know humor is such a huge thing in our communities and so humor yeah. definitely helps us help humor helps us grieve humor helps us you know move forward so that's that's kind of i think also one of my things that i i use to grieve is humor like to you know what because most of my i mean most people that who have passed in my life they were funny so they and they would laugh at things and do crazy terrorizing <laughs> jokes so yeah. Oh yeah, GKX. That's that's good. That's good. Yeah. It's I th- I think let's leave it there and we can come to this maybe in another episode as we yeah. like, you know, navigate more of of, of our thoughts journey. and feelings on that. Yeah, for sure. Um GKX, I wanted to talk to you about recently there's been an indigenous comedian that's been oh. in the hot seat. <laughs> and I wanted I wanted us to talk a little bit about that cuz you know more about it, but yeah. I'm over here like eating popcorn watching it unfold. Yeah. there's yeah so speaking of social media um yeah so there's a comedian out there uh i don't know if i should name drop her or not i mean i'm sure most of the natives that know that listen they know Uh, maybe i'll have to say allegedly so we don't get sued yeah say allegedly but (laughs) drop names we drop names at the brown (laughs) sound so there's this huge comedian out there her name is tanya joe hall and she plays this uh native kind of character auntie beatrice and she's has kind of like a raunchy sense of humor um the way i can con- like the way i see the auntie beatrice character to me is like what you would see like a Medea character you know oh. but it's kind of like kind of plays into stereotypes but kind of like raunchy humor um okay. personally like i mean not to i you know i'm not dogging any of my fellow natives out there that are doing it you know she's out there chasing her dream and you know collecting her coins and so that's that's cool i'm never gonna take that away but for me as just another native person the anti beatrice character to me seemed a little overdone or maybe a little played out like okay because it but because it kind of like i said it kind of steps into the stereotypical like that native women are these like rugged and like horny sexual like drinking crazy people don't get me wrong there are you know people on our community who struggle with like substance abuse and alcohol alcoholism and yeah. stuff so and there are people that we can like i feel like the anti beaches characters we can there's going to be a native that knows someone that kind of acts like that like it's it is common but the whole anti thing like i feel like for me I have a lot of aunties in my life who are like almost second mothers, you know, so they've been there for me or helped me learn or help me throughout my life. And so I, I, I don't see the auntie thing in like a rugged, like sexual way. Like it kind of almost to me seems a little disrespectful to be like super, like, I don't yeah. know, rugged in that way. But I mean, everyone has their own. I mean, she has just a can very I, raunchy sense of humor, right? So, okay. So, can I, can I ask really quick, Cheek X, is this a situation where, 
because I've seen this happen with Latino comedians where they take stereotypes that, you know, are pushed on us that are harmful to, to get coins, right? Kind so of, they'll yeah. they'll play into the stereotype because they know it'll get laughs. But then if they do it too much, then it becomes more harmful than it's mm. like a reclaiming thing where you're like taking the power yeah. away and you're like, you know, using it for because like a, a lot of communities do that, especially yeah. with derogatory terms. Yeah. Um, so is this something like that where now it's becoming too problematic, you think? Yeah, I think it started out that way. Like, you know, we're taking back this and we're going to be funny and rugged and we need, you know, definitely Native people are funny and there's a lot of comedians out there. But um, I just feel like it's a little overplayed now. Uh, I think it's just it plays into a lot of negative stereotypes. And, and don't get me wrong. I think Tonya Johal is a funny person. Like when I've seen her videos as herself, she's hilarious. Yeah. But I, the character part for me, because she'll put on like a wig and glasses and like plays with a cigarette like she goes into this full character mode where i'm just like oh okay like i mean i don't know to me it's just like i think i mean obviously yeah i have some pretty res aunties but i also have aunties who you know who would go to you know war for me i have aunties who are like you know traditional and and practice traditional things and so i don't i just to me the whole anti thing i feel like it's also getting played out like it's like okay like Mm. when did it become such a like sexual over sexualized term you know like i i don't know like i know we all make jokes here and there but it just for me i'm like okay it's getting a little played out but anyway so this so this comedian tony jahal allegedly well no not allegedly because she did go on facebook live she did this face (laughs) Facebook Live, like going in on this, like um, this rant about like, uh, I don't know, like protecting your circle and protecting your peace and stuff. Mm-hmm. And at first, the original pose, I did it. I did like it because I was like, oh, that, that I agree with that. Protect your peace in your circle. But yeah, come to, But come to find out um, there, she was like kind of like, you know, allegedly <laughs> tearing down this young beadwork artist. So this and this this comedian, she has hundreds of thousands of followers. So you're on this live with all these people viewing it kind of putting down another person who doesn't have the same following or the same like big name you know platform okay yeah and so this Peter artist she's a young a young girl from i believe from like the dakotas either north or south i can't remember which one but she kind of you know acts you know lowballed herself so she was doing a beadwork order for her Mm -hmm. and um she basically lowballed herself and then when she asked kind of for more payment because beadwork is a it's a hard thing to do you know and i feel like a lot of our native creative people out there they do sometimes lowball themselves but i think it's because like that comes the thing got to be humble you gotta you know all that kind of stuff but so basically allegedly tony johal didn't want to pay the extra for the the beadwork set because she got like a full set i believe like moccasins leggings cuffs a choker like a lot of stuff okay for like for a cheap amount and so um her 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 video kind of backfired on her so she like went live and did all this stuff but then like all of indian country on facebook like they started coming out with the memes and everyone is and it's kind of cool because everyone really did support the beadwork artist because they know she's you know she doesn't have the followers or the name like her yeah. platform so people have like a lot of people have banded together and supported the beadwork artist and stuff but oh good but then uh Tony Johal she did come out and apologize for it so she did apologize and stuff and but at this point I feel like I feel like the damage is already done you know like you yeah and the crazy thing too is so I watched one of the lives the the beadwork artist live and she said that they already talked about this and hashed it out like in person hugged it out and were like they agreed let's not take it to social media like this is it like Tony Johal got her beadwork or whatever but then Tony Johal went and took it to facebook so she still oh. did it and so people were saying that as like you know a bully and all this stuff so yeah chica i mean for me i i feel like that's like and i i commented this on one of the posts because someone was like saying like you know like all these native because there's not a lot of native i guess celebrities or influencers yeah. or whatever so um for me personally i never look at any of these native celebs or influencers like they're above me or anything you know because at the end of the day they are still from the res or they're from the similar backgrounds and they a lot of them still live on their res so it's like you're not better than me just because you have more followers or you know like i feel like that's just that's a thing what a lot of people in my community do is like when when a native person gets a little bit of shine and stuff they they put them on this pedestal but it's like at the end of the day there's still people and people make mistakes so so my thing is like i hope 
you know, Tony Johal, I hope she can learn from this and grow from this and right. just learn that like not everything needs to be on social, you know. <laughs> right. So the the thing I was <clears throat> the thing I was thinking about as you were explaining the the whole situation was that the bead worker might have lowballed herself, but if she reached out to ask, can I get a little bit more uh money because it took more time or more bead or you know, when I quoted yeah. you I didn't realize a lot of things could have happened. Her supplies, mm-hmm. the price could have gone up. The you know, there's a myriad factors but if you message and you say hey these are the things that have happened since i first gave you the quote that have now changed that more of my time and efforts went into this and my resources um you know to have that conversation in private and both agree oh yeah sure yeah let's make that work and then to come back and complain she deserves what she got uh for that in terms of like the backlash because it sounds like to me what she was hoping to do is get everybody on her side to talk talk trash this lesser known person and shame her for doing that but that sucks because you know we we talk about we talk about like crabs in a bucket mindset where we need Mm -hmm. to tear people down on the come up when you know as they're trying to progress yeah what we really need to do is use our platform to uplift everyone to get to where we're at to hopefully have a similar platform and then we just keep raising the glass roof up for ourselves right yeah that's Um, like that's that's what a lot of people have been saying too like if you have an opportunity to put someone on and to like you know maybe have them gain the followers or just gain some you know notoriety or whatever like just do that uplift them and help them and so yeah it's 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 been a mess it's been crazy facebook has been too crazy with all the memes though it's just kind of it's it's funny well what i'm what i'm thinking about too cheekex is this is a member this is a member of the indigenous community that comedian who understands how much work goes into beadwork so for someone of her community to say hey this actually is going to be a little bit more i'm sorry because of these mm-hmm. things and and if she is that successful and has the resources or money to pay for it why wouldn't well, she, she just does. say absolutely mm-hmm. and let me now hot uh spotlight you to my followers to say buy from this artist yeah because look at the amazing beadwork i was able to get from her so yeah. that's a missed opportunity <laughs> i hope she learns from it and that that does suck that yeah. sucks. it's 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 crazy though because all of the memes have been funny i actually shared a picture because i've met tony johal uh a few years back when I, I was an MC for one of our tribal departments like benefit banquet dinners or whatever so uh-huh. uh, my coworker and I were MCs and she was performing after like she had like a set and so um, I actually met her and I posted a picture on Facebook earlier I was joking around like oh exclusive interview coming soon to KIY <laughs> <laughs> and like everyone was cracking up because you could tell it's an old picture obviously it's from years ago but, uh, but yeah, yeah no I, I that's the thing is like I mean I everyone has their own opinion on it you know I it's it, it's a, it's like one of those things like native people like we get one person who kind of has this little you know got this little spotlight and then something happens and everyone's like ah shit yeah. you know but so i wanted to switch gears a little bit i wanted to talk to you about that thing that thing in particular which is like celebrity cult following mm. so some celebrities have this mindset because they do have super die hard fans right yeah. that like the swifties for example i can think of them right away <laughs> they're the beehive the i think the barbs are another um mm-hmm. you know what i mean the victims the fan uh that's what we call uh ourselves fans of the killers oh i was all and, that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the victims. Uh, oh, that's so fun. These these fan names are funny though, but that's the thing, right? These people are so enamored with their celebrity, you know, like idol that mm-hmm. they start these fan clubs and really lean into the I'm a fan, a diehard fan, yeah. I'm a stan of these stan. celebrities. <laughs> where like this particular the, the this comedian Tony that you had just mentioned right she maybe thought she had that and then her fans were like yeah we we ain't that die hard yet so yeah. we're gonna come at you and you and humble Beyonce. you a little bit <laughs> But some fans for these celebrities I, are diehard. And a celebrity, mm-hmm. like, shits on a brand or, like, another celebrity, they, like, turn their fans on each other. And that, to yeah. me, is, like, very interesting because I can't... Okay, I do like the Killers a lot, and I would travel anywhere to go see them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would buy the shirt. And, I mean, I even had custom shirts made when I went to the last co- uh, concert. Wow. Um and I knew all the songs and it's great to be in community with like fellow fans because fellow at the victims. concert, I, yeah, with my fellow, it's such a weird name and probably problematic. So don't cancel <laughs> me for that. I didn't pick the name, but what I'm getting at is when you, 
are there in community singing all the songs together when you're all like just feeling the vibe, feeling the music, getting the good memories. It's not, it's nostalgic, right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But at the same time, I could never like, like, have you seen, for example, like if someone like meets their celebrity idol that they cry, they're like in tears yeah. almost that they're around them. Yeah. Like I, I don't see myself don't, doing yeah, that. Um, or like even things, even funny things. Like I've seen like, like at the concert, I saw people, like take off their bra and like throw it at the stage or like oh. weird stuff like that i can't believe he'll do like, that no. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually one yeah. <laughs> just kidding <laughs> but, <Juan Hillary. laughs> Juan, it was Juan <laughs> just kidding but it's you know it's like those kind of things always kind of like amaze me because i don't know what would drive somebody to like idolize someone that much i mean yeah they're not the pope they're not jesus they're not you know what are your what are your thoughts on that yeah i mean i do think fans are crazy because you know i would say i am a part of the fan base of the barbs you know i am a fan of onika tanya mirage you know Nicki minaj um Nicki minaj has been one of my favorite artists in in drake and lil wayne all those young money crews because i grew up on listening to them so i understand the crazy fan bases because i see like all these barbs go in on other people when they try to come for their artists i'm not yeah, that, right? i'm not that crazy like i wouldn't go i wouldn't go full on like make a fan page and do all that kind of stuff like people do right. but, but for me i feel like i don't know i don't idolize celebrities like that i just never i mean would it, it would be cool to meet a celebrity i guess but i wouldn't i don't care to like I don't, i'm not someone mm-hmm. that's gonna be like oh my god like like i don't know i just i for me i i just never i've never idolized celebrities like that because i always think like well they're still people at the end of the day like they're just they just have fame but it's like they're still regular people you know so for me that's just me i i wouldn't like i wouldn't i, I don't know i'm curious I'm really curious about the psychology of that because there's even some fans that will like get plastic surgery to look mm-hmm. like their celebrity idol. And then there's even folks that, and it's probably like mental health related issues that will like stalk celebrities because yeah. they're enamored with, you know, the, whoever they, they have this fixation on. Um, and then there's also like, like fan clubs. I don't mind, um, you know, cause it's, it's, it's nice to be in community with people who are, have that same interest that you do, like the music, for example, Mm-hmm. So if there was like a killers fan club here in the Boise area, I would definitely go join it. Um, but I wouldn't be like leading efforts for it. I'd just be like, yeah, we like the killers music. Yeah, yeah we're going to meet up to go to a concert. <laughs> That's a little different. Um, yeah. So like, you're not going to tell me that if Lewiston had a Barb chapter fan club that you wouldn't go and, you know, like go meet somebody. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, I, I don't even think Lewiston would even have people that would be like, oh, I'm a fan of rap music. You know, Lewiston more Jason Aldean try that in a small town <laughs> after I said uh, listed I was like there's no <laughs> yeah, there's those like uh I mean, I mean, Betsy's a part of the 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 army, you know, the BTS crew. So she she has a few friends. Who? Um, I'm like she has a few friends who are a part of that too the army and they're like really big like bts fans uh they're, they're is that crazy like k-pop yeah K-pop? Oh, okay they're, yeah. they're like crazy too so i'm like i'm not trying to say nothing to come for them because they will come for us <laughs> yeah I mean, they oh yeah i'm not i'm not gonna i'm like don't who them she gets they'll come for you and your victims <laughs> I'm like, eh. um, for the record, I, there's one, uh, there's a few songs that I'm like, okay, it's a bop, you know, they're a little good. Okay, songs. which one, Chigex? Name one. Um, <laughs> butter, butter remix with Megan Thee Stallion. That's a good one. <laughs> That's a good one. It's. A, I feel like you, know, you give that up. <laughs> no, it, it, look it up. There's a song called Butter with Megan Thee Stallion. Oh, yeah. and BTS. BTS actually has a record with Nicki Minaj too, and so oh, they, co- they collab okay. with with other big artists but. oh i and i'm and i'm obviously kidding because bts is huge i mean they're everywhere like they <laughs> have been charting <laughs> i'm like giving them all the kudos so we don't get canceled <laughs> i'm watching you to be careful with your words <laughs> yeah chick x i currently have a bts haircut right now look yeah <laughs> you look a little bit like jungkook just kidding <laughs> Only reason I know his name is because that's my sister's, like, she's, like, in love yeah. with him. 
my little sister Betsy. No, I. Oh, okay, I didn't know who that was. I just laughed. <laughs> I'm like laughing at everything BTS right now. So the yeah. BTSers, no, um, no Chick X. Well, I and you know, and I can respect that because they do have a big following. But that's the thing, though, like that I'm getting at with these celebrity. I shouldn't even call them celebrity cults because now they're gonna get offended. <laughs> With the fan base, yeah, with the fan. And where am I getting off calling them celebrity cults when I'm saying I would also be a member of the Killers fan club? What would our fan base be called? Cheeks, the Browns? Oh yeah. Oh no. What do you call? What do you call them? Brown soundies or brown? Well, I don't think they should be the brownies because if non-brown people call themselves that, we're gonna be like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Hold up now. Hold up now. Um, we got to think of a good name or actually don't most fan clubs start their own names for their, like, do we designate the name or would our fan club start it? Yeah. I don't know. The cheek X's. (laughs) (laughs) I'm all Hillary decide a name for us. (laughs) Keanu. Keanu. Listening to every episode. Yeah. Her and Frank and and the people oh, we yeah. know listen to us that always comment. Our yeah. supporters, yeah. The Brown Which Sounders, the Brown Soundies, yeah. the Cheek Xs, the... the Cheek Xs. I do like Cheek Xs, but yeah. I don't know. It's you know we'll let our fan club yeah, figure yeah, it yeah, out. Yeah. 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 We'll get it. So. When we when we have one. Yeah. When we have <laughs> more than when we have more than three fans uh, <laughs> and our moms. Well, yeah. <laughs> Oh, the good times cheek x um no is there is there anything else we want to touch on before we we wrap up this bonus episode, cheek bonus episode. Yep. so i know we did also want to talk about a little bit about our cousins because you know we both come from pretty Ooh. large families and mm-hmm. i you know my cousins i love my cousins they're so crazy they're so, they're so rugged you know i love them um <laughs> I always joke around and say I'm the innocent cousin. I'm the nice cousin. I'm the one that's not for the. I'm not the one for the streets like my rest of my cousins are. <laughs> they're all for the streets, and the funny thing is they're all in relationships, and they're all still for the streets. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Just put my cousins on blast like that. I know. I'll <laughs> no, tear it I, no, we we terrorize the heck out of each other. But um, I I think it's I think cousin you know cousin relationships are so important though when it comes to like growing and and, and being like a family and stuff i feel like it's so cool to see my cousins now um step up and be parents and and raising their children and stuff so for me it's always like the coolest thing to see like the the people that i grew up with are now raising their own little kids and i i'm I'm literally the last cousin without kids and and a woman so i'm like i'm the scene i'm probably the cousin that really is for the streets but uh i Uh, i I won't claim that you know yeah well no you you know cheek x success moves in silence oh, and i yeah. would say relationships should too you know yeah, until you're yeah. ready to announce yeah, sure. so i i get yeah. that <laughs> keep all your sneaky links quiet yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna get into um, that right now <laughs> no i i do love this 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 uh conversation point on cousins because you know i do have a lot of cousins my dad is one of eight he's the oldest and my mom had only two siblings but my grandma was one of like 13 i think and my other grandma was one of 16 oh wow Uh, because you know yeah back in the day you just had a bunch of kids there wasn't any netflix netflix (laughs) cheekex what else were you supposed to do yeah, I know what you're talking about. I have family members that come from I'm like, big, wow, big families like that, right? Busy back then, yeah. Grandpa. Damn. Well, and there, were, and, the, and there was obviously like more reasons for why to have more kids because they would help around the house and like mm-hmm. help with you know the farm or whatever. So I get that point, but um, we've gotten to the point here in the U.S. where I have so many cousins now, and with age and for many other reasons, we've kind of grown apart. But mm-hmm. I remember having such a good um, childhood with all my cousins. Like we would, we all lived near each other. And I talked about growing up in Farmway Village, which was, which was a migrant um, housing community. Um, mm-hmm. It was subsidized housing for people that worked in the fields, essentially. But we all lived ne- near each other and we would play like, you know, kickball and we would have really cool like little games, hide and seek. I just remember mm-hmm. always having cousins around and always having someone to do something with. Mm-hmm. And as we got older and, you know, the come up happened, more opportunities. <laughs> um, and when my parents were able to finally buy a house, like we moved out of that community mm-hmm. and 
you know, when you don't live near someone, you know, you start to lose touch. Yeah, and one of the cool things now is that I do have, we're being more intentional, especially now that we're all older, that we have those memories about being together. Mm -hmm. So our cousins, now that they're all having kids and now that they're all like, you know, growing up, everybody's yeah. buying their own house or moving um, into, in, into like establishing, establishing themselves as, you know, having more opportunities and that, and those kind of things. We are making it more of a intentional thing to hang out like every sunday mm -hmm. we'll do volleyball every couple of like weeks we'll like get together and do like a barbecue mm -hmm. um we're like actively planning to do birthdays together and things yeah. like that and i love that because cool. because it's fun to be with family members it's fun mm -hmm. to reminisce about the good times and it's also fun to make new memories so i will say like that i'm not as close to some of my cousins as i wish i would be but i'm working on that right now it's like yeah. how can i how can i work to to not repair because i don't think we ever had a falling out it's just yeah. the distance thing yeah how can i work to build a stronger relationship with my cousins mm -hmm. um because I, I like them all i want them all to do well right yeah i was gonna ask you what cousin are you you know because there's always a cousin that you know i feel, I, <laughs> I was because every has everyone has that cousin you know i'm i'm probably the cousin that um you never see you know i'm usually the cousin that leaves early um but I do love my cousins and, you know, but it's just, I, I, I just hardly, you know, once I'm home, I don't want to go anywhere. You know, I'm like, yep. I'm, I'm just such a home. I, I think COVID really made me a homebody. And so yep. I just no, I haven't, that. haven't bounced back, but I want to know. I'm like, what cousin are you? Sugar? Cause I know she kind of friend you are sometimes. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> So I will say this because I have actually had feedback, especially from my siblings and some cousins. I am the cousin that will either not come to the event oh, or just or oh. Or I'm being I'm being more intentional about like changing that like perception, mm -hmm. um, that misperception that people <laughs> Is it? <laughs> I mean, well, they're not wrong about me not being there sometimes. Yeah. But no, I <laughs> I was gonna say I'm the I'm the cousin who either won't come and if I do come I'm gonna drive myself oh, and then I'm gonna bounce. I I will say this about me, as much as I love my family, sometimes if it's like overstimulation like just mm -hmm. really gets to me and mm -hmm. I it drains my energy fast. So if it's a situation like that, I like dip out right away. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll do the old, um, Hey, I need to go run a quick iron, but I will be back <laughs> because in Latino culture, you got to go say bye to everybody and their mom when you're leaving. Same as when you get there, you need to come and say hi to everybody yeah. and their mom. And if you don't do that, it's rude. So my bypass is I'm going to throw a general, <laughs> I'll, I'll be back. Right back. <laughs> See y'all in a second. And I'm I'll out and, back. you know, and then I just won't be back. Oh. Um, and, and my cousins, everybody knows that. Cause they'll all, mm -hmm. my, my tia Rita last time I was over at her, um, my cousin had a birthday party for her daughter and my tia Rita loves her, her granddaughters. And I love Rita. You know, I've talked about yeah. her a lot. She's, she was obviously, she had a big impact she's on fun. me growing up. She's I love Rita. She loves me. Like we, she's like a second mom to me, but anyways, she's the one who will call me out straight away. Like, are you really coming back or not? Because <laughs> you know, and then she'll let yeah. me have it. And so for her, like if I say, I'm coming back, then I'm I'm coming yeah. back. I can't make my theorita upset. But anybody else, I mean, yeah. maybe I'll see you. You're gonna, have to, you're gonna have to yeah. tell your cousins to start parking behind you so you can't. Leave. <laughs> yeah, park <laughs> in. The other no. thing, Chicax, is believe it or not, I. I'm I have a, reputa a reputation for being the quiet cousin. Oh. Which is wow. weird because right? I have this reputation for being the quiet a cousin because uh you know my I think my family just thinks I'm like serious. I just like to soak in stuff. I just like mm. to listen. Um I'm not big <laughs> on like I'm not big on like calling it you know how there's cousins at events that like just they're good at commanding yeah. attention. Yeah. They're there and like all eyes are on them all the event. Mm -hmm. I'm not that cousin. Oh, they're like, I feel people, like, people <laughs> notice me because I don't go to the event as often. Yeah. So I know I will get that recognition. Of, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'm generally known as the quiet cousin, which is, which is not at all what my friends would say. I think about me. Yeah. You're all known as the quiet, weird cousin. Oh, that quiet guy's here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Why'd you have that weird chicken? <laughs> oh, the quiet, weird, perfect cousin is here. <laughs> 
Shout out to my cousins, man. I, I love my cousins. My cousin Zay, my cousin Lori Lynn, my cousin Pooley, my cousin T, my cousin Wynn, my cousin. I mean, there's just so many cousins that I have that are just so crazy. Like the story, me and my cousin Lori Lynn were texting the other day, just going over some of our crazy moments. My, even my cousin Ashley, like we just all grew up with each other and, we're, and we were wild at one point, you know? So like yeah. those memories are like, man, I'm like, we probably put our grandparents through like a lot of stress, you know? So, yeah. Shout out yeah, to absolutely. Yeah, I gotta give a shout out to my cousins. I, I I love them. I miss them. I don't see them as often as I would. I probably would like, but yeah. I think that comes down to the point too with my family. Like, I mean, I'm gonna start doing what you guys do on a Sunday. Like, start like, hey, we should start doing Sunday dinners or something because yeah, our family unfortunately, like when my grandpa Wally passed, he was like the one that kept our family together. But when he passed, things have just changed. So we just kind of all went our yeah. separate ways, and so and not like in a bad way or nothing, but just we just don't gather as much as we used to because yeah when we would gather sense. it was for my grandpa wally to be around him and stuff but um i feel like we got to start bringing back family get-togethers instead of just you know funerals and, and sad things so i think yeah that's that's yeah start doing that cheek x yeah idea. don't just let the sad events bring you all together like don't wait for those like yeah. do it before that i get that cheek x i was gonna say now i'm sitting with am i the perfect cousin <laughs> <laughs> Am I the perfect yeah. grandson? Oh, uh, cousin? Am I <laughs> uncle? Uh, Friend? Yeah. I started. Uh, I started you off with a good, a good, a good day today, Chico. With did. that, with that compliment, you know. Next, I, I and if I'm being honest, obviously I'm like playing into it a lot. But last night, yesterday was a very emotional day for me, which mm-hmm. is why I look forward to the podcast when we record because I just laughed the whole time. Yeah, and I, honestly, I needed it. I really, really needed it, mm-hmm. and so I'm like very thankful for it. Um, one last thing on cousins, <laughs> being that I'm the perfect one out of my family. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm gonna claim it now. No, just yeah. kidding. Um, I I wanna I I wanna give a huge shout out to my cousins right now too because even with the brown sound, I didn't expect for any of them to also listen. Mm-hmm. And I've had so much support from my cousins. Anytime mm-hmm. I do like like a post or if I do a cool thing, they're resharing or liking or yeah. reaching out. Um, and I always feel supported, and it's mm-hmm. just like the coolest thing. And even with our upcoming event that we have on august 26 at the flying m and caldwell from 2 we, to 4 p.m um, <laughs> yeah i'm like i didn't mean to like throw a from 2 to 4 p.m saturday <laughs> come and see us at the flying m in caldwell yeah my cousins are gonna be there no and so like that's you know that to me means a lot and so yeah. i, I want to say to my cousins even though we're not as close as i wish we were i do love every single one of you i always mm-hmm. want the best for you i am here rooting for you and your success um mm-hmm. and i just want to say i look forward to building up our relationships for the ones that i'm you know we're still kind of yeah. getting there um just because i want everybody to to be well happy I, and i want to mm-hmm. i just want to spend time with family um with that being said cheek x are you ready for a shades brown shady question let's wrap yes. up this episode let's go all right cheek x so today we are going to do something a little bit different oh. we are going to do our shades of brown shady rapid round question Ooh. cheek x rapid so, fire wow yeah 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 rapido so i'm gonna put two minutes on the clock cheek x and i am going to ask you uh this or that so i'll say one or two things you Mm -hmm. pick the one that that comes to the top of your head that you prefer and we're just gonna go down the list and you only have two minutes to answer does that sound good okay all right cheek x so here we go putting two minutes on the clock i'll start the timer after the first question but your rapid fire questions are ready Mm -hmm. cheek x Vicente Fernandez or Ramon Ayala? Go. Uh, Ramon Ayala. Grupo Firme or Fuerza Regida? Uh, Grupo Firme. J-Lo or Shakira? Shakira. Na, 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 na. Beadwork or ribbon skirts? Oh, beadwork, for sure. Fry bread or tortillas? The native oh. kind. <laughs> oh, that's, such a, oh, that's such a tough one. I'm going to go with tortillas. Okay. Mutton stew or elk stew? Oh, elk stew, for sure. Oh, birria de chivo or res? Um, oh. Res. <laughs> beef. So, beef, beef. Yeah. yeah, got it. Okay, Chick X, this is a hard one. Mexican horchata or Salvadorino horchata? Oh, my 
my gosh, I'm going to go with Mexican horchata. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Aunt Beatrice or Auntie Bev? Oh, oh, oh I'm going to have to go with Bev from Res Dogs. All right. Nicki Minaj or Cardi B, Chigax? Oh, Nika, Tony Mirage, Nicki Minaj till the day I die. <laughs> Ooh. Glasses or contacts? Um, I like glasses. Relationships or sneaky links? Oh. Um... <laughs> Sneaky wings for now. Oh, get it, get it, Chicks. Instagram or Facebook? Uh, Instagram. Spotify or Apple Music? Apple Music. Uh, spot. Uh, iPhone or Samsung? Ugh. Oh, iPhone. Duh. <laughs> uh, filtered or natural, Chicks? Oh, I love a, I love a natural pick. Uh, ch- uh, chapstick or Burt's Bees? Uh, Burt's Bees. Taco Bell or Taco Time? Uh, Taco Time. You know, I love Mexican fries. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. Pinto beans or black beans? <laughs> Ooh, uh, I have to go with pinto beans. Okay, and last, Chicax, real friends or social acquaintances? Ooh, I might have to go with um, real friends, duh. <laughs> and time, Chicax, four seconds to spare. Good job. Wow, wow. I feel like I learned a lot about you in that, Chicax. <laughs> oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. You're like, na 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 You ever see that video? Shakira, eres tú? He's like, no, no, no. Well, anytime I think of Shakira, I just think like the hips. Oh, yeah. Okay, you ready, Chigax? I'm ready, Chigax. Let's go. Okay, was it Fernandez or Ramon Ayala? Ramon Ayala? Group of no Firme or Fuerza, what is it? Fuerza Regina? Regida, yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Grip, Grupo, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with Grupo Firme. JLo or Shakira? Always Shakira, Chigax. Mm, beadwork or ribbon skirts? <laughs> uh, let's go by beadwork. And how about from Ooh. Michaela? Ooh. Yeah, beadwork by Michaela. <laughs> Shout out to Michaela. Uh, fry bread or tortillas, the Indian kind. Uh, <laughs> fry bread, chicken. <laughs> fry bread, chicken. Just because your mom, your grandmas uh, yeah. are so good. Fry bread or mutton stew or elk stew. I, I haven't had either either chicken. Um, and um, I and I talked about how like sheep and chivos. I'm not good with elk. Let's do elk stew. Okay, you don't have to make um, some for me, chicken. Okay, yeah. Uh, okay, be it the chivo or res. Let's go with the rest. Oh, wow. Okay. Mexican horchata or Salvadorian horchata? I'm going to go with Mexican horchata. And if people are like, well, what's the difference? Uh, we were corrected <laughs> at AJ's Papusas to clarify yeah. <laughs> the horchata. So Mexican horchata. Okay. Auntie Beatrice or Auntie Bev from Res Dogs? Uh, Auntie Bev, for sure. Mm. Okay. Nicki Minaj or Cardi B? Cardi B all the way. We <gasps> differ in this chick eggs. I gotta, oh, I gotta, I gotta support chickens. Wow, you like you like people who have ghostwriters. Okay, cool. Um, glasses or contacts? Did you say ghostwriter? <laughs> you don't, you don't write her own raps. Okay, so this definitely touches on the uh, fan cult following. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, uh, contacts, chickens, contacts. Okay, relationships or sneaky links? Uh, I would say sneaky links for now. Yeah. I knew it. Uh, Instagram or Facebook? <laughs> you knew it. Uh, let's go with Instagram. Spotify or Apple Music? Spotify. Oh, iPhone or Samsung? Chickax, what's a Samsung? Yeah. <laughs> iPhone, <laughs> uh, iPhone all the way. What did Sam sing? <laughs> uh, filter or natural? Let's go with uh, natural for sure. Chapstick or Burt's Bees for those big lips? Bert, <laughs> Burt's Bees, Chickax, and it's a little extra, but it's totally worth it. Mm-hmm. Taco Bell or Taco Time? Uh. Taco time, but only for the crisp chicken burritos and not the mm. Mexican fries. <laughs> okay. Because they're just Pinto tater tots. Beans. <laughs> yeah. Pinto beans or black beans? Uh, Pinto beans. Real friend or social acquaintances? Real friends all the way, GX. Real friends. Real and, and, friends. Mm-hmm. And it's better to have a small circle than many not real yeah. friends. That is very true. I probably only have like two friends, you know. <laughs> I can count them in my hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Cheek Well, that was fun. That was a fun little bonus episode. Um, hopefully, we get to see everybody next Saturday at the Flying M for our live show, our live event from 2 to 4 p.m. at, you know, Flying M in downtown Caldwell. So we're going to have yep. some surprises for y'all. We're going to have some 
cool merch, you know? So yeah. we're excited. We're definitely excited and shout out to the Flying M for just, you know, providing us this platform and opportunity. Appreciate it. Mucho. Yeah. And I'm going to throw in an added bonus of listening to this episode. Uh, we will be selling some shirts. We'll have some mugs and some stickers. If you're interested in any of those items and want us to hold a mug or a shirt or a sticker oh. for you um, that day, let us know. Send us a DM and I will gladly, because we'll have limited supplies. We're going to have first come, first serve. But if you would like a shirt or a mug ahead of time, we'll send you all the details for pricing and we thank you all for supporting us. A perks of listening yes. to this episode. Um, Chica uh last thing is if you haven't yet make sure to follow us on instagram at the brown sound podcast as always we're available to stream on apple uh podcasts and spotify if you want to engage with us or let us know about our episodes you can leave a five-star review and spotify allows you to leave a response on the comment you do need to have mm-hmm. a spotify account we appreciate everybody so much and we are beyond excited for our first ever live event on august 26th from 2 to 4 p.m at the flying m cobble mm-hmm. just gonna keep repeating so you write it down (laughs) gonna repeat it a few times this episode and one of the cool things that we're excited to announce is the brown sound is opening up opportunities to collaborate together on some of our events and so Mm -hmm. if you are itching to sponsor one of our episodes or seasons or or (laughs) scratch that itch and work with us uh no (laughs) and make sure to reach out to us because we're excited to uplift and amplify Latino, Indigenous, and all voices through this platform together. Any last thoughts, Chicax, before we andale? Um, if you're in, I know we do have a lot of New Mexico listeners. If you're in New Mexico in the Santa Fe area, go check out the Santa Fe Indian Market this weekend. Beadwork by Michaela is actually going to be there with her booth. So go find Beadwork by Michaela. She's a awesome Nimi Poo Beadwork artist, and she's going to be in Santa Fe for the Santa Fe Indian Market, which is a huge weekend for like you know for for native creatives and and entrepreneurs so support native artists buy native made don't buy native inspired buy from native people and support our beaters out there heck yeah all right everybody well this has been a fun bonus episode daniel and i thank you for listening we hope that you're taking something with you from this episode as always um and you know we hope you consider uh everything we've pointed out as just limited Mm -hmm. to our experience we are not the know-it-all be-all for latino and indigenous representation which is why we love to have guests on so they can share their unique view and as always we will see and it's we learned that today (laughs) daniel confirmed (laughs) we will see you next time adios and muchas gracias for listening to the brown sound podcast we had a blast with you all today and make sure to tune in next time to follow us more closely check us out on instagram at the brown sound podcast for partnership opportunities or just want to get a hold of us you can shoot us a dm on instagram disclaimer the thoughts and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the hosts and hosts only